A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, the word is out. They're going to talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Wait a Snarkitude. Minute. This is pretty lavish. What's that? This is pretty oh. lavish. I mean, we might have to change the intro. <laughs> it's more lavish. It's more. Well, it's more technically <laughs> astute. Oh, I see. Yeah. So should we add technically astute? That's, I'll never remember that. <laughs> so what do we do to get lavish? Do we need like we velvet? Need, yes. Walls we oh, we like need suede chairs. Fancy pillows and okay. yeah, yeah, right, right. 2023. Couches, couches you don't want to sit on because they may look nice, but they're right. uncomfortable as Yeah, like yeah. A, like the living room in the suburbs. That's exactly it. Did you? Did <laughs> our house had because uh, we were fancy? We had a living room and a family room. Yes, and so you could right. go in the family room, right? But you could not go in the living room. The living room was really like for like gatherings. Display. Yeah, if the people came over, for living. and the the living room was atrocious at our house. Like my dad had gotten on some kick where he was going to be fancy and so he hired a legit interior no. designer to come in and lay out the living room oh, wow. mm-hmm. and it had red carpet Ooh. yeah which i'm like where's this gonna be a brothel dad <laughs> they have one of those big like round couches right yeah, yeah right i was like now i'm looking back and i'm like Oh. Were my parents having key parties? <laughs> what is maybe, happening? Maybe yeah. they were. Uh, but it was like a red carpet with this like yellow floral couch. Oh my God. You know and, what? It sounds pretty lavish. And then, it is very lavish. And then we had like the stereo in there was like one of those. I mean, because it's the 70s, yeah, right? Because yeah. I'm like older than you guys. So, so it would have been like the mid 70s. So it was where like the the stereo console where it's oh, like a yeah, big yeah. giant piece of furniture For sure. with like you open up the lid and sure. there's a record player in there yeah. and slots to hold the albums and 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 I mean it was probably every bit of 6 feet long oh, yeah. and Oh my dad, we had one yeah. of those. For sure. 
And, My grandma's uh, one too. And then we had all these like little f- like figurines of birds. Oh, I don't know what that was about. Okay, it was so weird. Okay, and but we never went in there. We never went in there. Hmm. Like, here's how seldom we went in there. So when we got a dog, right? My dad wouldn't let the dog <laughs> go back in, in other parts of the house. So the dog could stay like in the kitchen, in the family room, and the and but it couldn't go in the living room, and it couldn't go back where the bedrooms. Right, were. right, and the. And so, like, the dog would, like, literally, you'd, he would stop, like, right at those perimeters. Like, he, and he knew. He knew. Okay. You know? And, um, uh, and so then we found out one day, because we never went in the living room, right? We went in the living room for something, probably to put up the Christmas tree or something. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only time. Yep. And yep. the dog had been pissing and <laughs> in the living room <laughs> for apparently months. Oh, my God. Wow. And But, like, it was... Like we never went in there. I don't know how we didn't smell it, but like I mean, some of the, some of the poops were like shriveled up and dry. Like that's how long it had been going on for. That's that. how raisins are made. That dog, yeah. that dog died not long yeah. after that. Yeah, and so <laughs> no, that's very much the same. My grandparents had a front room that none of us went into unless it was like all of the family was there and it was Christmas time. That's right. the only time yeah. business in the front. And parties in the back. back. It's right. the same. Like, we right. put the Christmas tree yep. in, in the living room, which was dumb because it was like, and then we just never saw the Christmas tree again. <laughs> right? Like, it was like, we never, oh. we never, we would go in there on on Christmas to open the presents. Sure, sure. And then, then like, we'd immediately bring all the presents <laughs> into the family room so we could in, in, enjoy that. I picture like a like a massive bouncer with like the velvet rope. Yeah. And be like, nope, you're not on the list. You're not on the list. You've got to go. Yeah. Anyway, what, what prompted all that is we have new microphones. Yeah. And headphones. That's right. So, so yeah. if you can't hear us, it's because we have no idea how to use them. So yeah. theoretically, our audio should sound much better. Should. Not that it I don't was know ever... how much better it could sound. Yeah, because it sounded good. It just, I, this, these are the mics that we've been using in the clip out. We just got more. Since the clip out took over our show for two weeks, it's yeah, not the least they could do. They got a two week <laughs> yeah, advertisement. That's right. That was great. And well, for real spoilers of the clip out. Well, I don't know. Did, did you guys share it? Did, God, you, have did we get Crystal. any clip out listeners? I don't, I'm not entrusted with the clip out <laughs> yeah. social fair. handles. Fair. Like that's. No. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine chicken tenders <laughs> joke? Yes. <laughs> chicken tender <laughs> joke. Let's do it. Yes. So, um, but yeah, so we have new microphones, which are. Oh, and we have to say what show this is because oh. I didn't let you get past oh. the, the lavish studios. <laughs> Real spoilers, episode 720, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Oh, I thought yes. it was a Tony Hawk episode. Uh, <laughs> sign me up. That'd be great. Why is that? Does he do something with 720? 720 so, is a two 360s. His big move is uh, it's like, it's it's like the, a, okay. the 900 is his signature I know, move. But I you know, if he doesn't no hit idea. it, it's only a 720. It's true. So. I have it is no idea what you're saying right now. You know, he spins like in the air. Snowboarding, okay. yeah. skateboarding, oh, they like all a, do. Like a pirouette. Just yeah, like a pirouette. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly okay. it. Yeah. I yeah. saw him hit a 900. Really? Like one time. Yeah. And I was in like, real God. life? I feel like, it, so they used to do, like it was him and Dave Mira and. Oh, rest in peace. Matt, yeah, Matt Hoffman. Like they had like a like a touring. You Is know, Hoffman still around? I think so. Okay. Like an extreme sports. It was like the Tony Hawk Boom Boom Huck Jam or something like that. <laughs> oh, I it had a, that, yeah. It had a dumb name. It did. It did. Um, but they, they came to St. Louis and I'm almost positive either he hit the 900 or Matt Hoffman did. Okay. His version of the night on a bike, which is also just insane. Like to watch that guy yeah. on a bike jump off a ramp and like just flip backwards. I was like, you're going to die. It was the 90s, and man. Everything was extreme. <laughs> Rollerblading was yeah. like the. You, 
you, you got to watch. I think I've mentioned on the show before, but there's a documentary about the Tony Hawk video games. Oh. And, you know, those things have made hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. Like Tony Hawk. For just Tony Hawk. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He, he told the story. What He's on a podcast or something yeah, one time. Yeah. And he said, like, hey, like, how much do you make from those games? And he goes, oh, well, I went to this lunch or whatever. And they were talking about doing the next game. And they hand me a check. And I look at it, and it's like twelve million dollars. Because, like the, because I guess what had happened is the first game went into like PlayStation's greatest hits. Oh yeah, like Platinum Collection. Or so whatever. it was only like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. So people would just buy that game, and it was just the amount of volume yeah. that those first two games for sure yeah I'm not so, so sure about the third so one, he like, like hit some number that he like this is an addition to him already making millions or whatever he made and they're like oh yeah here's your royalties like 12 million dollars is a check like, and, he's, and then the whoever it was was like you would he just walk into bank of america with a 12 million he's like yeah yeah like, it's it's the amount of money it's all wire made. transfers at that point probably one would think but the amount of money he's made off that it, oh yeah i don't know what the first the first two for sure. The ones after that. The first two are the best. Yes. I mean, the first two are There's some other they good have ones. but Spider-Man in the second game. I, I will it's tell you. It's pretty great. I, don't, I couldn't tell you how many people like around our age, their musical taste was informed by the Tony Hawk games. I definitely found Those, CKY yeah, because, of that, because like, of that game. That that first one, though, with uh, with all the... I mean, wasn't like Rage Against the Machine and... Um, I feel like the second... Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. Goldfinger I, all for those, sure. It was like... You're, they had such great soundtracks on these games. Like seriously, yeah. two the is music, the best. Two is the best soundtrack. The gameplay was yeah. awesome, but the music soundtrack they got for these games is part of why it became so big. And, and you, did, you didn't have real bands on video games. No, right. Right. it was, right? yeah, like, this it was rare. It was Play- always like stuff you've never heard of, and you're right. like, "Well, this is lame." <laughs> yeah. and this was PlayStation yeah. One, the original. Yeah, and it had all these great songs, mm-hmm. and the second one had really good stuff too. Oh, the second one's the best. Yeah, it's awesome. But anyway, it's a great documentary, and that that one I think is called like being Superman or something, because you know there's that song in the mm-hmm. game that's like Superman, yes, yeah, yeah, by Goldfinger, uh, by Goldfinger, yeah. But is it that? Okay, there's a couple I couldn't remember which one it was, but yeah, so there's so it's like becoming Superman or whatever, and it's about the video game, and then he has another documentary the, recently, the, which the is about second doc. I think is fantastic. Yeah. That second doc, I think it's on HBO. Yeah, they're don't both watch really the reboot, which is becoming Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, it's not is <laughs> good. What about becoming Black Adam? Yeah. Oh boy, even worse. Even worse. Might be a reboot soon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually just rewatched Shazam, mm-hmm. and I didn't. The Rock and Danny Garcia are executive producers on that oh really yeah like and i didn't notice it because like you know you're mutzing around or whatever yeah and then the credits pop up and i was like oh so he's been planting the seed for i mean and then what's that four years ago at least yeah huh. so he's i mean he's been a, a, around that character since the well, i know he's been planning for like 15 years yeah, but right. i didn't realize he had a part in shazam yeah wow, he was yeah he really... was he was in, he and danny garcia that's his ex-wife right i think so yeah his, yeah his manager yeah were executive producers on shazam there you go. Speaking of taking 15 years, yes. Pinocchio. Yes. <laughs> well, he hasn't even done yeah. <laughs> Perhaps we could go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, although nobody uses that. I use Google Podcasts. You do, do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I just, How is it? People on Android. Yeah, it's good. Hmm, it's really I don't good. know. I use Podcast Addict. I'm Android, yeah. but I don't use you can You can add custom feeds and everything, like yeah. Patreon feeds and all that. Yeah, it's oh, really okay. good. I use the Apple. I just Apple. know whenever I see the numbers for the clip out, whenever I get the Google Podcast numbers, I mean, they are practically non existent. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, who's using this? It's me. Yeah, it's- 
What's that? It's me. It's you. Well, I'm yeah. subscribed to the clip out on Google Podcasts. Yeah, so. it's, it's me. So now those numbers me. mean even less. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> so uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Uh, the group is called the League of Show Sharers because we're hoping you will share an episode. It's the easiest, cheapest thing you can do to help the show. People who were kind enough to share an episode over the last, I guess, three weeks at this point include Ralph Tribble, Gabriel Lugo, Lane Levanway, Chris Valls, uh, Tammy Lynn Powers Betts, Chris Sanders, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Travis Tewitt, Julianne Jordan, Josh Rosen, Christopher Rex, Heather Sachs, Chris Magic Man, Dissect That Film, Rick Ives, Librarian Cynthia, Brent Smith, David Rojas, Geek to Me Radio, Ronnie Castle, Spoiler Piece Theater, Invasion of the Remake, Ryan L. Terry, Binge Movies, Matt Naglia, Mike Mike and Oscar, In Session Film, Dan and Nancy tweet the movies. Hey now, Chris Williams. Uh, I hate the couples that have a podcast. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> the worst. Uh, Chris Williams, Vertigay three one four, Evan McKenzie, James Install, Colby Mac, Feel and Film, Kevin Brackett. Thank you. He's we. He was sitting here the whole time stewing. <laughs> oh man, like, like is he gonna, gonna say my do? name? Mice ears and Batman Rye guy. You'll notice. Uh, Joe Batisi's name. Maybe is you should recheck that list. Did you share it like right now as I was talking? I shared it before I walked yeah, in. There's yeah, a there's a cutoff time, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I meant to share it and I forgot, uh-huh. but I did today. Uh-huh. A likely story. Hard. I mean, how do we expect our fine listeners to share the show when even the people that do the show don't share it? <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah. It's a fair point. I share it twice every week. <laughs> do you really? Well, I got that. Once is a real story. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, moving, moving the goalpost back. Don't a take out bit. one of your ribs just yet. You know what I'm saying? So where was I at? Oh yeah, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Real Spoilers. We're for five bucks a month. You get all sorts of bonus content. Way more Matt Basler than anyone could possibly need. That's the best. And uh, I believe that's uh, Matt F. Basler's Real Spoilers Patreon podcast. It's, I were just slowly on, becoming that. Yeah. On general principle, I refuse to say the F. <laughs> Won't do it. It's fair. Yeah, I don't yeah. work for you. You're an adult. Yeah. yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. But we did put a poll up, and the uh, the listeners voted, and we are doing holiday horror movies. So we'll do like Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think we Tom's might- old home videos. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually might cover uh, Violent Night. Yeah. Because it's getting some pretty good buzz, and I wanted to see it. Looks great. It looks a lot of fun. Um, do you see it, Tom? No, I did not. Okay. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I saw somebody say that, like, you know the debate- about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Everybody's like, yeah, he's like, here you go. Right. This is it. This will end the debate for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be a few holiday horror-related titles, and along with Violent Night, I think is going to go up there as well. Okay. Awesome. I saw, I'm trying to remember, I saw a, a horror Christmas movie a while back. What was it called? Was it Better Watch Out? That could be one, yeah. That's a pretty good title. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, better watch out. That's and it's, um, it's is it Black Christmas directed by Bob Clark? <laughs> did we cover that? No, we didn't. We did the remake. You didn't listen to last week's episode, apparently. Not yet. No. no. Okay. Because I couldn't remember the movie, and oh. so we said things just to irritate you. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Better Watch Out. It yes. came out in 2017. Oh, and, and it's kind of like Home Alone, but a horror movie, and it's it, like. It was way better than I thought, and it it actually stars the two main kids from uh, uh, the visit. Oh, oh really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. They, I guess they made it right after this. Okay. 
and it's it they starts went on the, the set and said, "Hey, you too, <laughs> you too." Yeah, let's go. it starts the brother and sister, but they're playing. They're not playing brother and sister again. It's not like you know they're playing very different characters. This is like Wanda and Pietra. Oh, sure. When Quicksilver and Wanda, and then Cloverfield, their boyfriend and girlfriend, but they were brother and sister. No, it was Godzilla. Was it Godzilla? I thought it was Cloverfield. No, Cloverfield is... Okay, but Godzilla is is very similar Godzilla. They're husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah. So they're brother and sister in the MCU, which is obviously... Or whatever it was at that time. No, it was the MCU. It was the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was post-Avengers, too. Oh, that's right, because uh, Evan, Peters Evan Peters is the Fox one. So, yeah, so in the MCU, and it was just weird to see them go from, you know, anytime it's like <laughs> right. brother and sister, now you're <laughs> married. Husband and okay. wife. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty funny. Or, or like uh, when Tom Hanks and Sally Field went from <laughs> love interest to mother and son. When were they Forrest love interests? Uh, in Punchline. The stand-up comedy. Oh, really? Yeah, and then in mm. Forrest Gump, their mother's son. Now, people like to make a big deal out of that. I think it's a little unfair because in Punchline, part of the premise was that she was older. Oh, and, okay. And, okay. And then in Forrest Gump, they needed her to be able to play his mother when he's a eight and yeah. when he's 38. Right, right, right. right, right. Or however. They age her up quite a bit. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's not really quite as... Uh, Sexist. Is History has not sound. been kind to that movie. It has not. Yeah. Which, Which I think one? is Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump's always been. It's just very schmaltzy. Yeah. It very much wears its heart on its sleeve, but it's also, it's effective. Like totally. It, it, it works. It but, is funny to see, like, I remember when that came out, it was like, this is the greatest movie. Yeah. And now you're like, well, won, won a lot of Oscars. Yeah. Right? Won a lot of Oscars. Yeah. yeah. But now people are watching it, I guess, in 2022. They're like, this is terrible. Yeah. Like, it's a different is... time. And there's always been that, like, is like, Jenny and Forrest, and is she taking advantage of him? But then it's like, well, are people that are mentally disabled like not allowed to have relationships and happiness? And like, there's that debate where it's just like Jenny's also a terrible character. Well, I, <clears throat> Jenny is a terrible person, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Well, <laughs> you can be terrible for more than one reason. That's or true. They're not mutually exclusive. No. <laughs> but she, that character, doesn't exactly lend herself to being sympathetic. Yeah, we got to get a restaurant out of it, though. That's true. Yeah. So, that's yeah. true. Congratulations, like, Bubba Gump. Yeah. I, we don't have one in St. Louis. We we, whenever we travel, we have a family rule that you're not allowed to eat at a chain restaurant. That's a good rule. Oh. Yeah. That's a real good but rule. But you could only go there. It's a right. Chain, so we so... make an exception for okay. like if it's a chain that we don't have here. So we don't have a Bubba Gump in St. Louis. Right. So like we will allow Bubba Gump. Oh, you don't go to the Applebee's on Broadway? Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, when you got kids, Sometimes, they'll do that. They'll, yeah. like, you, they'll be like, let's go to TGI Fridays. And oh. I'm like, we're in Honolulu. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, boy, you're going to get the $9 milkshakes. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Can't wait. So it's, it's like, no, no, so we're good. not doing that. But Bubba Gump Shrimp gets a pass because we don't That's have fair. one in St. Louis. That's fair. So, yeah. Same with like a lot of the stuff at Disney World is like that. Like Rainforest Cafe is a chain. Sure, I don't. I think is oh. T Rex. Do they have more of those? It's T Rex is the same people that yeah, do Rainforest. They, but. There's, I think there's more than one of those. I think, but yeah, like yeah. Chicago is our closest Rainforest Cafe, I believe. Well, I don't like Rainforest there wasn't Cafe. One here? No, no, no. Okay, we had a Planet Hollywood at one point. I, yeah. I went to that Planet yeah. Hollywood. Remember with the Arnold and the T two and the jacket? Can I tell you that I have bigger hands than Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Oh, are those to scale? 
I mean, they put the, he, I'm sure he put his hands in there. Oh, the prints. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you Not meant the, on the mannequin. No, the no, thing. no, no, okay. no. Classic St. Louis. We had a Planet Hollywood, and like within two <laughs> weeks of it opening up, the le- like it, the letter T burns out in the sign, and I'm like, just like St. Louis to get a plain Hollywood. Plain Hollywood. <laughs> the plain we old get, Hollywood. We, get, we got Corey Feldman's cousin to come by and do the grand opening. Yeah. Like it was, you, know. <laughs> you know, the best thing that they had at Planet Hollywood, the, when it closed, the thing that I missed, Captain Crunch breaded chicken tenders. Yeah, those those oh. weren't as good as I would have thought. Really? I've yeah. never had those. Well, I mean, okay, I was a small child at the time, <laughs> so I, you know, I was and I, 35. I, I wasn't a chicken tender aficionado <laughs> as a you know grown man at the time, but I, I was like, damn, those were so good. I, <laughs> but you can it, make them at home now. I, I don't want to make anything at same. home. Yeah, I want to go to the order. What? Excuse me, my fine sir. One order of the Captain Crunch chicken tenders. Please. When they like open the call it Captain. Well, yeah, I wanted to be. I don't yeah, want to get right, any right, right. letters. <laughs> when they opened the Planet Hollywood here, I was promotions director for the point, and and so we had to go down and meet with them because we were to do promotions and you know giveaways and sure. stuff like that. So we met with their promotions guy, who was gay. Okay, this will come. This. You need to know wow. that for okay. the rest you of the story. Just like, yeah, <laughs> you need to know that for the rest of the story. I'm not just pointing out gay people, and so. So how much promotions did you do? So <laughs> so the other promotions guy for the river, the the other station in the cluster. Yeah. Uh, for, so that can make sense for people that... It was like adult contemporary. Right. Yeah. So he gives us, when we leave, little gift bags of Planet Hollywood stuff. Sure. Right? And uh, we get back and I'm opening the thing and I'm like, holy cow, I'm like... I got a T-shirt and a hat, and I'm like, "Holy cow!" This guy gave me like a Planet Hollywood hockey jersey, oh my which gosh. those were like 175 dollars. Wow. Those aren't cheap. Yeah, I'm like, "Holy cow!" And I'm like, "What'd you get?" And he opens his bag and he's like, "I got a mug." What? <laughs> <laughs> that was like, what? I was like, so I you think he had a little, or he realized. People, more people listen to the podcast. Yeah, I was thinking maybe you were on then, a better station. For well, because we I, were there will, as a unit. Oh. Because we were in the same cluster of stations. Oh. So it okay, was like okay. he set up a, a meeting for both of us. I but, will say, though, which station is still around? Yeah. Because I like it, the river, though. It ain't the river. It is not the river. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's not 101 ESPN. Or what are they playing? Christmas music 24-7 now? God, what are they? Who, no, they're, they're ESPN. Yeah, they're ESPN. Oh, it turned to a sports network. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, it, like, it yeah. did... Did it go right from the river? This is such a such so people who want to hear about Pinocchio are pissed right, right. now. I'm telling you. Sorry, Heather Sachs. Uh, so yeah, it, did it go I, right from the river to the? I the believe ESPN? so. Like the river, the like or floundered for a while. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, Pinocchio. Well, I will say I did well, this do is a, Guillermo I, del Toro's Pinocchio. I, sure, I did want to say there's another one called Pinocchio and that apparently is not good. Yeah, not we didn't not cover the that one. The one with Robert Benini. No, no, Bert well, there is another. That's that right. one, yeah, that's that is another one. Movie. That was no. his big follow-up to winning an Oscar. Yeah, right, right. right. Tom Hanks was in the one they, earlier. Yeah. This oh, year. I never even saw that. This is the Jungle Book movies. Yeah. This is well, Pinocchio, and they flipped it on this one. And they, yeah, uh, I will say I did do an episode uh, on Escape from New York on the Screen Run podcast. Uh, so that if you check that out, is the shameless plugs? I, well, I we don't want to talk about know, the movie I'm, first. I'm getting there. I never realized the other day until something popped up in my feed. James Cameron worked on Escape yeah. from New York. Yeah, I yeah, I know. Did not yeah, he that. was like a second. Unit he was doing like something. Matt. It was a picture of him doing matte paintings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. a, so yeah, check them out. They're doing a whole. They're 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 doing the Lord's work. They are doing all of Carpenter's stuff, and I don't mean just the good stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. they're doing the whole thing. So I might come back for Escape from L.A. We'll see. Okay. But yeah, screen the screen. Well, you said podcast. they weren't doing just the good stuff. No, so that I, would make sense. It would make sense. Uh, the best stuff. The, yeah, right. Well, there's he's got a good run. 
and then he doesn't have a good run. <laughs> this I it was hard to watch this movie only because I was so enamored with the creation yeah. and like everything that went into this. I think this is a fantastic looking movie. It looks I think it's, great. I think it's a little dry. Uh, I love this movie. I uh, thought that you. Would. I think this is the best animated film of the year. This should I win the disagree. Oscar, hands down. This is incredible. I thought I didn't. I hated the voice work in this movie. Oh, interesting. Oh. That didn't bother me. I at like, all. and I normally I try and like. I I always feel weird like critiquing child actors, but oh, he yeah. was awful. Oh, and, I didn't think. And he was I bad. thought like I wanted to punch Pinocchio in the <laughs> like. I hated this kid, and I and like there's a way. To voice that where he's not so irritating. He's supposed to be, though, because like he doesn't know how to behave. And that's part of the lying and the nose growing. He's supposed to be a little jerk. But it's God, I just. And then by the end, he becomes good. Like, that's the whole growth of like, I think the actor did a really good job because he he you were supposed to be like, oh, you're a little you're terrible. Yeah, you're bad. (laughs) And that's the whole thing. Like with the story, like even back to the Disney, because he goes to Stromboli and smokes cigars and does all this stuff with the bad kids and they turn into donkeys. And like, he's supposed to be bad and annoying. No, I don't. So I always saw it as impressionable. He's not. Yeah. And he's not worldly. Yeah. So he he's easily influenced because he just doesn't understand things. Right. This kid just came off like a. Yeah, the, like because he doesn't know. He like just, he yeah. Ah, I, just, I yeah. like I had a like, I mean, when I'm rooting for the whale, <laughs> that's a problem. Oh geez. like I just I didn't. And it's a great not movie. a whale. He's a dogfish. It's a, it's a great looking. It's movie. unbelievable. It is a stunning. Yeah, the Visually. craftsmanship. I mean, the detail. Yeah, on every like the wood grain when he's carving Pinocchio. Yeah, and the shavings and the different pieces of wood and their different grain. The attention to detail. Yeah. This is phenomenal. I, I, mean, I ended up did. Netflix does have like a making of. Yeah. doc after this that I was like I have to like how oh, long yeah. is it? Thirty uh, minutes. Thirty minutes. Okay, I think because I'm like I'm not spending another two hours. No, 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 no. But it is. It, it's one of those things where as you're watching it, it's almost like um, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, where like when you're when you're just watching that as a movie, you're like, this is kind of amazing, and then you go back and watch just the painstakingly the painstaking process to like move it half an inch and then move it another half an inch. So, like, if you don't know, this is stop motion animation, which I thought I thought this was like, like computer like computer stuff. generated. The stop. way Lego Movie wasn't really Legos. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. No, right. this is this is like what Leica does. Leica does real stop motion animation too. And this is Jim Henson, though. It's set in association with Jim Henson, so yeah. Oh, okay. But but I didn't know that that company still existed. I didn't know that either. Like, oh, I, really? I, I I thought one. I thought it had been fully absorbed by Disney. Oh no! So yeah, I wonder no, who they this still is then. So, hmm? but that's a good. Po- Do you think they just bought the rights to the Muppets? And not the whole. Originally, they had a, they had licensed the Muppets, yeah, and then they bought the Muppets. But I thought, I thought they Everything ended up buying all of the Jim Henson Company. But I, I guess not there because be I mean that's why Fraggle Rock is on HBO and not Disney Plus. And oh, and like they and it and it there are some things that it really screwed up, like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas right. yeah. and the original Emmett Otter. It's a there's a framing sequence with Kermit and and Kermit's hosting the show yeah and then they had to cut the, i think it's back now but okay. for years like they, they they i don't know if disney ended up buying Emmett otter they were like hey, it's a nickel <laughs> you know um or throw it we, we're gonna buy oswald throw <laughs> yeah. it and... but or if they just like were like yeah you can have the kermit back for the but 
So where do you is that streaming somewhere? I believe it's on Amazon Prime and oh, it's okay. also available for purchase because I snagged it a couple years back. That's on Chris Voodoo Frank's like, favorite movie for like five dollars. Is it really? Uh huh. It was oh. a TV show, not a movie. Okay, I call all those things movies. It's not a T. I mean, it's a TV. You're movie. a film critic. It's a TV movie. <laughs> it's like thirty it's not minutes. A that's show. not a movie. It's a Christmas special. Yeah, but that's it's not like a the movie. Grinch. It's like, a television Christmas. Wait, I call, wait, those are call, short films. Do you call the Grinch a movie? I don't know. I think of it as a movie, but I think of it as okay. a short film. But you're weird. Well, then all TV shows are. You know, Mash had two hundred. No, but those are twenty short that's, films. That's the well. That's the difference, though. It's a TV series. A one-time special is basically a, a short film. It's one story contained in one. It aired on TV, but it's true. A, it's not a TV show. It's a yeah, but even, special. But the which, Grinch is only like twenty minutes. That's not twenty minutes. It's longer than that. I don't think so. You got to take. You got to put in commercials, yeah, right? I think it's a little longer than that. Okay, but that's a that's a one movie. It's a one story told. To you. It's not a TV show. You don't. I'm going to go watch The Grinch, the TV show. It's a oh, short. That would, it's that a would special. Be, that would be terrible. Like Rudolph. The, it's twenty six minutes. The original. Without, okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's a. It's a short films can be fifteen minutes, sure. twenty minutes, three, five I mean, minutes. So a TV special to me that's a one and done is a short film, and I know that it's not marketed that way necessarily, but yeah, because they the showed it on your TV. I right, could never but, go see that theatrically, which makes it a TV yeah. show. Not you show. don't think they've ever shown not The show. Grinch? Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure they have at some point. Has it. But not originally. But it's uh. not a TV show. It's a TV special, which is... Which is TV. I, I would yeah. not, I would not a consider... A t- t- made-for-TV movie. I mean, you can... I wouldn't consider The Guardians a movie. What do you mean? The, the Guardians Christmas special. That, I wouldn't think of that as a movie. Yeah. Well, it's, they're all the exact same thing. I mean, it's just semantics. It's I'm not. It, it doesn't matter one way or the other. But those telling us. I mean, that's a short film that they. It's a TV special, a holiday special. It's a. I think it's yeah. a TV show. <laughs> I will agree with it. It's a TV special. It is. Yeah. It is special for TV. That is true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a special. They're they're <laughs> all TV. specials, but it, it's a short film. Okay. It's the same thing. It's just where it airs would make it a TV special. First, you don't put a, you can't put a short film on the theaters. You'd have to put ten of them together or something. You know, yeah, those, like are they called, would, those are called film fests. Yeah, you'd have to you'd do a short film at a film festival. Well, that's the thing; they don't show it theatrically. That's why the TV is the medium. But you are still. But telling. I also think you got to think of the times, though, right? Like that's TV was a million times more accessible than going to the theater. Yeah, so they would put them on TV as a. TV show <laughs> were there commercials during it I don't yes. I don't get commercials during a movie well what is true. this so what is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is that a TV show it's not in the it's not a movie in the theaters I mean maybe they did because of the awards but what is that TV show TV I, special I think now now that is an interesting question yeah. because the the landscape has changed but when Grinch was but, created the, the landscape was TV movies yes right, right. So, but yes. but mediums change but yeah. the content if you made a short film and didn't put it in TV and it was at a festival and you called it The Grinch, and this is my The Grinch, a short film about a guy that lives on Mount Crumpet and comes and steals Christmas, yeah. it could be the same story if you never knew about it from airing on TV. Sure. Right. And it played at a fest. You would agree that could be a short film? Right. Because yeah, that's just where it aired. Because yeah. that's where they put it. Yeah. So, <laughs> technicality. But format-wise, to me, I don't know why, but as a kid, I just think of it as a short film. Okay. Like, I've never considered Looney Tunes to be a TV show. Oh, what do you consider that? What do you consider that? Well, I mean, those were originally all aired theatrically. <laughs> you mean the original? <laughs> yeah. So they've repur- oh, wow. they've repurposed them. Yeah. Oh. Like I don't consider the Three Stooges to be TV. 
Oh, I consider see, them I to do, be a film but I because you. they were created. They oh, were two reelers. Yeah. They ran in theaters, and then because but I watched them on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, most things. I mean, I've, I've never yeah. seen Lawrence of Arabia in a theater, <laughs> yeah. but I consider it a film. Yeah, right. So that's interesting. But I, but those were all intended to be theatrical. Those, yeah, those original cons- Looney Tunes were all. You know, we're I all released those to be TV shows. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. consider to be TV <laughs> okay. shows at all. This is such an interesting. It really is passing. We're having it, an existential crisis. It's all. Right it's now. all perspective, though. You know, but but anyway. So what were we talking about? What was the just? I mean, Pinocchio. What was the special we were talking about that brought this all up? Oh, what did I call a, a movie that you said you, was a TV? I show? think you called Grinch a movie. And we were like, oh, no, the, the no. otter. The Emmett otter. otter. Yeah, 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 that's okay, right. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay, so wait. Emmett Otter, Jim Henson, back. Okay, we're, yeah. we figured it out. So we this is followed our So many crumbs. tangents we got lost. Right? <laughs> this is stunning, painstakingly animated, with love, stop-motion animation, that feels like a Guillermo del Toro s- s- movie. You know, like, it looks it's, and feels like yeah, GDT. Yep. But it... It's it's stop motion. It's a different medium than we've seen him work in, and so it's amazing that those animators were able to capture a Del Toro well, film in animation like this. What's interesting is when you're watching that behind the scenes doc, Guy Davis, who's a comic book artist, did is he related to Jim Davis? I don't know. No, probably. Yeah, if you look at their art, probably is he related not. to Mac Davis. Yes. <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, but he Guy Davis worked with Mike Mignola a lot. Like a lot of the Hellboy stuff, a lot of the BPRD stuff, Guy Davis. Hey, 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 this is a family show. It's Heck Boy. Heck Boy, sorry. (laughs) Uh, A lot of that stuff, Guy Davis did the art for. So when you see, and I didn't notice that, I didn't know that he did the storyboards, but then when you see, I've seen that guy's art so much Mm -hmm. that now when I see the characters, I was like, oh, that's so weird that it does look like a Guy Davis illustration come to life. But it is, it's crazy to look at when they're doing that, you know, again, it's, we're going to move it half an inch and then we're going to move it half an inch. And then ha- like, I could not imagine just the, it takes a person that does not have like ADD. 15 years to like get this to all together it's and like, rolling. It's like watching your kids clean their room. <laughs> I know. This oh, had to have taken, buddy. I don't know what the production, I don't know if they said it in the special. I didn't catch it, but if it was like four or five years. I mean, this has to take a long oh, time to it's produce a big it. Part it's, of these people's lives. Yeah. That, but yeah, to your point though, is you get like this, the, the Sprite or you get the death and all these things. And you look at them, you're like, well, that's yeah, right so out I'm, of a gear. I Del mean, Toro movie. he's huge on creatures, right? Yeah. So that's his, that's his jam. Pan's labyrinth and Hellboy, and all of his stuff has different, creatures or most of it has creatures in it and so when you look at the the, blade two yeah exactly creatures in blade two (laughs) so when you look at the the creature design within this movie and the dogfish which is like the whale that you would know from regular pinocchio they're they're gross and they're you know they're creepy or or they're really pretty that monkey that monkey yeah. is terrifying. Like, yeah. like the monkey's really scary. The the dogfish thing is disgusting <laughs> yeah. with the bubbles and the, <laughs> the stomach, stomach acid. acid. Yeah, right, and, right. But there's like growths on the inside. Like I mean, it's nasty and it's. But it's but then you get the sprite and death, who I think are well, sure. absolutely stunning to look at. Like Sebastian Cricket is really cool looking. Okay, so Jiminy Cricket is Disney, right? Right. Like yeah. they created Jiminy Cricket. Right? I think there's always a cricket in the story, but Jiminy, but Jiminy is their but, creation. But yeah. they were being cutesy because that's a you know that's a saying Jiminy crickets, and right. so they were like, oh, we'll call him Jiminy Cricket. Like okay. they were being yeah. cute. So uh, when I when he called him Sebastian, yeah. Sebastian J, T, or is it J? Well, I think it's J for a reason. 
Oh, <laughs> and they just can't say it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's he it, Ewan McGregor. He's the best part of the movie. He's really good. I, I would agree. Yeah. I love the gag of him getting crushed or swallowed, like constantly just getting eaten. They, and when he's about to sing, I, the song. I love that they keep <laughs> shutting down his song. I w- they should have done it a little bit more. It wasn't quite yeah. enough of a running gag, sure. but I I did like the running gag of he keeps going because the first time he goes in to do it, I'm like another song because that's the other thing. This, I, yeah. The songs in this movie are trash. They I, are just I, I, all this, not very what is, this, good. what is this? What is this? I thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah, they like I liked it. The songs just they sound like they're making up the songs. As they're singing, but it's them. not really a musical. There's a few songs sprinkled throughout, but the movie doesn't. Have- so we went from TV shows or movies, <laughs> but this movie with songs is not a musical. It's not. It's not in the traditional like Joe. You're not a huge musical guy. Like in a musical, can I tell you that Leanne actually said while we were watching this last night? She was like, "Man, you've I feel like you've watched a lot of musicals." And I was like. Yeah, yeah, I sure have. See, over the last twenty years, is there something you need to tell me, <laughs> yeah, Joe? Right. <laughs> but you know, it's not so for people that don't care for musicals. There's not one every. It doesn't. This, the entire story isn't told through songs. There are songs in it, but it isn't like every it, bit of dialogue. Is, it felt like we were going at one point bouncing from like song five minute interlude song five like, and I agree. Is these songs are awful? They're not good and. <laughs> The Disney, I, you know, it's it's hard not to compare this to the Disney one because that's probably the most famous iteration. Oh, for sure, sure. Pinocchio, yeah. and that one has very Disney centered songs, right? Yeah. Like the no, you know, the string song, got no strings, got no strings. When you, wish upon, a star. When you wish upon a star, which yeah. I think Disney still uses to oh, yeah. this day, like it's part. I mean, of, it was the opening of, of the of the castle, right? And it was the opening theme song to the Wonderful World. Yeah, of Disney yeah, yeah exactly. Ever, yeah, right. So, I just I, to me. And I love Guillermo del Toro. Like I think he is. When well, why he don't gets, you marry him? All right. Mm. He's me, already can I, married. Can him. I live in that house? Because yes, please. <laughs> uh, I think when he is able to, when he is committed to something, and he is able just to like focus on that thing, that dude is untouchable. He gives everything a hundred percent. That's the. I agree. We talked about Nightmare Alley, which I think we all dug, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, I love Nightmare. Yeah, Alley. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. fantastic. And there's no creatures. There's no. There is some weird stuff in the movie, but it's that's a, like the least straight... Del Toro Del Toro movie. It's got the vibe, like a creepy vibe. But he was but dialed in, yeah. You know, so I think if he had just dialed in on the story and not worried about, I don't know. It almost feels like he was trying to compete with the original Disney one, but I, th- I don't know why. Well, I think it's I I get what you're saying, and I I think because it's so iconic, every choice is is like. We can't do that. Right. Is it too close? Like, And so you end up kind of like, well, I've got to do something totally different so I don't get compared. But at, this, at the core, you're still telling the same story. So yeah. that's that's difficult to do. But I don't really I, respected that, though. Like, I, I, I agree. Like, but this you don't want such a different direction. But you don't want to end up making a different choice just for the sake yeah. of yes. making a different choice. But right. I figure – so he adapted this, though. So obviously Pinocchio is a really old story. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. almost all Disney movies are old stories. They're right. not originals, right? So Can we get a Disney one where the Little Mermaid turns into foam? Right, exactly. But I mean, there's some, there, there's the Hans Christian there's Anderson. A, there's a porn parody where oh, it's oh. Not, it's, yeah. she ends up covered in foam. I don't know if that's quite the same thing. If it comes out as foam, go yeah. to the doctor. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. So uh, I think that he's taking more of the fairy tale approach, where this is closer to this is this is the book he's adapting, the story he's adapting. 
those beats are in that book. So does he, instead of going to the Island of Misfit Toys, does he go off to Nazi Germany? Well, the Island I don't, of well, Misfit I, Toys First of all, that's Rudolph, not a great movie. That's, <laughs> that's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What did I say? Island of Misfit Toys. Oh, no, no, toys. no. I'm sorry. The, the Circus? Yes. Or the, it but, is the Island of... It when, is an island. Or but whatever. when he goes... Uh, like, pleasure, pleasure Island. Pleasure, pleasure Island. island. That's yes. a, also a different movie. Yes. Uh, but when he, you know, hooks up with the with those boys... You don't want to know what that nose turns into. I know. Uh, that's on video, uh, <laughs> but like turning into a donkey and things like yeah. that. Like none of that is in this. There's none of that. Right. He goes to like Nazi war camp in this one. Like, is that is that in the book well, or is that a, a Del Toro it, thing? So well, this no, because takes place in the 1930s. I guess yeah, it so wouldn't. I guess it wouldn't go. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's <laughs> hundreds of years that's old. Fair, so no, fair. right? He did not go to Nazi Germany <laughs> in hundreds of years ago. But this yes. is uh, who's the Italian guy? Roberto Benigni. So this is. Oh. <laughs> so this is Mussolini, and uh, it's set takes place in Italy, and so it's set in the 1930s, and so everything is period appropriate for that, and they're at war, and there's bombs going off, and everything. And I thought that part with the sun was really Ooh. touching. I I never. I mean, that is not something I expected in the story of Pinocchio. And usually Geppetto's like, he doesn't have kids and he wants a kid. Well, in this movie, Del Toro gives him a kid. Uh, it takes him and, away. <laughs> and shows you how much he loves this kid. And they're so great together. Because that kid's not a dick. That's <laughs> true. He's like, I, wrong, wrong. I wish for Carlos back. Not <laughs> right. this. Not what this. this. <laughs> Look at this psychopath. <laughs> but, uh, man. You're not that... supposed to love kids. And you're not supposed to love kids. <laughs> Those Both are correct. Both are true. Yes. So, man, that was a heartbreaking because yeah, you knew he, it was coming. They show you right. him at Carlos' yeah, grave, like, and they give you ten minutes of him right. and Carlos. Normally, in a, in a in a kids movie like this, when when the when somebody dies, it's like in the first three minutes, no. and you don't really. They're like, oh, and his son had died years ago. Oh, that's yeah. sad. <laughs> right, right. And it's like, here's his son, and how adorable and sweet right. he is for ten minutes. And then, by like, the way, we're gonna now drop, we're, we're gonna drop a bomb on him. Yes, now we're, we'll <laughs> drop an anvil on his head. So it's like, I mean, they built it up to take him away yeah. and to show you the heartbreak. So I think it was very moving and well handled with the relationship and showing you how much Geppetto loved his child, and then so you see the agony he goes through and the, so basically they're at a church working on a, a statue of jesus on the cross and the crucifix uh, yes a crucifix for those of us that went to catholic correct games. correct and so they're working on that and then all of a sudden you hear these this rumbling in the background and there's planes going overhead and uh, the kid has found this perfect pine cone they talked about finding and they're so excited about it and anyway they go outside and all the bombs are going off and geppetto's like let's hit it and of course carlos goes back for the perfect pine also cone. i will say and it gets bombed. But why would Geppetto let him go back in there? I don't. Th- I, he just did it. You know. I think yeah, he was he was watching to make sure. I guess that's you know, true. He was Plus, they weren't a target, right? They right. they did the movie say that, says yeah. that they just they just dropped their bombs to lighten their load. Like they didn't they they, they weren't necessarily even a target. So going back in the church, you you, you wouldn't d- have thought. Yeah, you yeah. would. You know, like that's not necessarily more or less dangerous. That bomb could have just as easily landed right outside of the church. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. So, but horrible. And and, and uh, you see, the, but you feel the agony Geppetto's going through. Like they did a great job building that up, and then that scene again, animation wise, incredibly oh, impressive. Where Geppetto's in this drunken state, and he's like, "I'm gonna." The pine tree tree is now grown by Carlos's grave, and he's like, "I'm gonna get him back." And so he cuts it down. I and do like Jiminy. The- not Jiminy, Sebastian's Sebastian. living in there. Also, made it his maybe, home. Maybe don't pick another name of another Disney character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was just their kind of f you, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Right. But I will say, like the 
after watching that doc and they were saying like what we wanted to do what's up doc oh i would love to watch sign Mm -hmm. me up um when they were like you know he starts off carving pinocchio's face and it's perfect and it's pristine and then he's getting drunker and drunker as he's doing it and then like you can see the other side of him is not as as, yeah i was like dang they made it asymmetrical on purpose (laughs) it started off with the ear and it's perfect and then it goes to all wonky it's a great and i like the design like we're so used to pinocchio like in the disney version he looks like a boy he looks like a, a human kid and just made out of wood yeah but in this one he looks like groot he yeah, I mean, you know, like, I mean, yeah. it's like I would. Uh, they could do a baby Groot and Pinocchio <laughs> crossover. Please don't. Uh, but I like. Yeah, the, you'll get the boy version of Pinocchio. They're both Disney. You dunce. <laughs> I like. I like that they. It was just different. I love how Del Toro put his own spin on this, and it wasn't trying to make it like anything that you've ever seen. And it follows the story beats and this book specifically that he found. I don't know who wrote this story that it was adapted from, but. Uh, they weren't trying to do anything else. Like Del Toro wanted to tell the story of Pinocchio, and I feel like he made it his own thing. It was unlike any other version I've seen. That is, and I think that's the that's the that's the factor for me that like kind of ramps this up. Just, but I do agree that like it's a little dry. I don't like the songs. Yeah, the voice work. I thought I. I thought the voice work was great. I think everybody. I just really didn't like that kid. That's fair. That's I fair. Just, he definitely has like a squeaky. Not, I was gonna say in my head was like squeaky from, but that's not no, no. that's, 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 that's a good very, singing voice. Very I thought he was um, good, but I, I didn't like that style of singing. Mm. Oh, okay, that child fa- falsetto oh, thing. Sure, oh, sure, sure. It's just like nails on the chalkboard. But this, this voice cast, David is Bradley, really... who you know as Filch from Harry Potter. Oh, see, I the, want Game of Thrones. Well, yeah, and then yeah. the Red Wedding bad guy, whatever yeah. that guy's name is. Um, you would know him from that stuff and other stuff, of course. Sure. But uh, he does a great job. He, as do, you know, do you know who he is in Hot Fuzz? Yeah, he's he's like the guy that has like the arsenal when they go to check. You know the the guy that has like the 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 mine that like rolls over but doesn't ignite. Oh, that's him. Okay, the I guy knew it was the guy them. that can't speak like oh okay. speaking yeah, yeah. no English. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay. Him. That's yeah. funny. But he's been in a bunch of stuff. But I thought he was great as Geppetto. I thought he was but again great. the heartbreak, feeling that agony and the anger, and I, I just I thought he was phenomenal. Uh, then you have Burn Gorman, who's the guy in Pacific Rim, who's like I think he's the one with the cane. He's not Charlie Day. Charlie Day and <laughs> Burn Gorman work together in those oh, Pacific Rim movies. Who was he? He's, who was he in this? Oh, and oh, he's the priest. The okay, and then you've got uh, the Podesta, which is like he's like a police officer or something. Uh, oh, is Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but he's called Podesta. But I don't know what I thought he role was like. He I thought he, he was like, like a German or Italian because they definitely there's Nazi salutes in this movie, which I was also. But it's not like, Nazi. It's Mussolini. I, yeah, but it's Hitler the same. based that on. Other dictators like Mussolini, right? I, yeah, I don't it's, really know the origin of it. Because this is 15 years true, before. It can't, but yes. They took that from this. See, that's why it looks so familiar. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. But uh, but anyway, but he's like some kind of like, he's he's like police or military. He's And so you see like all these kids that are going to war. They've enlisted, and his son is one of them, who's another Candlewick, who's Finn Wolfhard. That's what I thought, yeah. When I saw his name, I was like, well, that could only be one other person. Right. Yeah, Stranger Things. John Totoro is Detour. I don't know who that is. Oh, I don't know. I know who is. John Totoro is, but uh, yeah, right. Detori. I don't know. Um, Kate Blanchett is the monkey. <laughs> that is the that is the funniest part of this whole thing is that I think that she said in that interview, she said, we were working on Nightmare Alley. Right. And she's like, and he'd already, he was already working on Pinocchio. And she was like, I, I have got to be in this movie. And he's like, I, 
all I have left is the monkey. And she was like, okay. But I like though, but they, so. <laughs> like Neil Patrick Harris and Cloudy with a Chance yeah, of Meatballs. Right, right. But what's funny about, what's interesting about this is that she actually got to do a little bit more because Spots of Tora, this monkey that is with the carnival, he does, he puppeteers yeah. these different marionettes and they gives them voices and so as the monkey Spazzatore doesn't speak it's just monkey noises but then when he I, he moves the marionettes yeah. they do Kate Blanchett voices yes. and so I, it was just interesting she got to actually do some voice acting yeah. I thought that was an interesting character choice it is kind of crazy can. though if you think that like an actress the level of Kate Blanchett where she's like where Del Toro's like all I've got is a monkey left she's like okay yeah, yeah. like that's, that's great. great that's pretty dope love it Tim Blake Nelson is the black rabbits every time he dies there's these black rabbits playing cards and uh, you he's a he's the leader Bust, he's Buster Scruggs or whatever from the ballad of Buster oh, Scruggs I was like, he's the leader from the Incredible Hulk Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Christoph Waltz plays Volpe. And so Volpe is the Stromboli in yeah, the, the Disney Pinocchio, yeah. is the circus guy. And so you saw in the making of thing that they had this guy that looks like Stromboli from uh-huh. the Disney. Big guy, big beard, and deep voice, and all that, whatever. And they had designed all the, the, the puppets for the movie and all right. the different faces and everything. And Del Toro's like, I like the look of this guy over here. <laughs> they put all this time and effort <laughs> yeah. into this puppet, and then you only see him for like two seconds. He's like the strong man in the yeah, circus, right, right. His, you know, in a couple <laughs> background scenes or whatever. But Christoph Waltz plays Volpe, who is the the bad circus, you know, the antagonist of the story. Tilda Swinton plays the wood sprite and death. Yeah. Two other very cool looking creatures. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite looking characters. Tom Kenny, who <laughs> as soon as the pirate, uh, Geppetto goes out on the water when he gets eaten by the dogfish and all that. Yeah. And this pirate, because, you know, Tom Kenny does the voice at the beginning of SpongeBob. Yes. I, I kids. And he's doing the exact same pirate voice. And then he also plays Mussolini, a character called right hand man. But yeah, the sea captain, he's doing the SpongeBob yes. sea captain voice. And, uh, yeah, uh, Alfie Tempest plays Carlo in the beginning. Yeah, that's Tom's favorite character. Yeah, that, well, no, he likes Carlo. <laughs> oh, Carlo doesn't like yeah. Pinocchio. Gregory, yeah, I guess it's really just the kid I don't like. <laughs> okay, so Gregory Mann plays Pinocchio slash Carlo, and then Alfie Tempest does Carlo voice as well. So One of these is a singing voice, maybe? Yeah, you're right. Maybe one of them's a single yeah. voice. I don't see it on here, but that's a good good call. Yeah. So th- it's, this, it's a crazy the cast, cast is stacked, and they I thought they did a great job. So I, the thing is, I think you have a tough time because Pinocchio is so beloved by Disney again. Yeah. So people think they know what Pinocchio is from that, right? And so if you get anything different, it could make people go, "Hey, what is this?" But like with the story of Pinocchio. The Del Toro feel and this amazing stop motion animation and the voices that I felt fit the characters. Like I thought it all came together really naturally in a way that didn't take me back or go like, oh, I didn't compare it to other Pinocchios. I just thought this is this amazing world that's been meticulously crafted. And I thought the story was really good. Like I thought they went places that were darker and more serious than the other Pinocchios we've seen. Which oh, was, sure. Which was kind of cool to explore those things. Death, uh, you know, more instead of being like, oh. I like the idea Pushing of like aside, he can't, can't die. he can't die but he does but he comes back yeah. and but it it's there's a con- there's still a consequence you know? sure and I sure. like how every time he came back he had either missing feet or a bullet hole in him oh they they would bring him back in this way because he's not alive so you know I mean his existence is this magical the wood sprite Geppetto is crying and the wood sprites are are traveling through the forest that and- was I thought that was like, I forgot like I had to think I was like how did he 
how did Pinocchio become a real thing? Yeah, the eyeballs with tails you know, like, going through. But the I could I honestly like I was drawing a complete blank. I, it's been decades since I've seen Pinocchio, so I could not remember to save my life oh. how the puppet that's the blue beca- fairy wishing he's wished upon a star. He that's the whole wish star. upon a star. Yes. And the blue fairy comes down, and it's like how. And then as soon as Leanne's like the blue fairy, of course, here comes. The, yeah, the wood the, sprite, the wood, which is very blue, yeah, as blue well. and amazing looking design, yeah. and uh, grants Pinocchio this life. But the life is again is he's not alive. He's not a real boy. He has this otherworldly magical existence. And so if he dies, quote unquote, if he gets shot or exploded or whatnot, he goes to this. I feel like after, if he gets exploded, he ain't coming back. I don't. But but his like exploded. I mean, yeah, if he were in a million pieces, right. I think it'd be tough because he comes back with the damage. Right. But but in this one, like he explodes like there's an explosion he flies through the air like cartoony wise yes very um, and so he goes to this afterlife this kind of in between like it's it's, it's temporary basically. yeah this like temporary holding spot with these rabbits that are playing cards and everything and then a timer an hourglass ticks down there's this little bit of like a it's like a respawn in a video game where you know, like when you're yeah, waiting yeah, right, to be right, respawned right. and then he comes back but with the damage so it was a really interesting way and each time it gets it takes longer to come back right that's what i that's, that's, what that's how like. i interpret yeah. it and yeah. in the end it was like a real long like yeah. it never seemed that long as in the end when he's like i gotta go back right uh, but it, that was really cool and a cool visual thing to follow along and, and see the damage that he's taken it's also we should say like the end of this movie is kind of a cursed existence for Pinocchio. I know, right? Where, you know, at the end of the other one, it's like, I'm a real boy. I'm going to be, you know, I'll grow old. Which you'll grow old. A, a curse of its own. A curse of it. Correct. Yeah. Where this one, he's just going to keep on going. And maybe, every, but that's you know, what. Walk the earth like. Like Kane from like Kung, Kung Fu. From Kung Fu. <laughs> but that's what Sebastian J. Cricket says, yeah, is he says, do, do I think he'll die someday? He goes, I think so. But that means we he don't really, know. He really okay, is yeah. a real boy, someday, then, right? But what is someday yeah. when this immortal we don't walking tree just you know has to bury his father? He carries around the dead body of his best friend in his chest, yeah. and then he had it's, to bury his pet. It's a Del Toro movie, so <laughs> know, you know you're going to get some of that, right? Like it is very much not a Disneyfied when, movie. When Sebastian's like, and then one day I wasn't moving anymore. So he found put, me by the window. I was yeah. no longer. I'm like, how? Who is writing this story? <laughs> right, but it's like he still has the spirit where he carries him around. No, no, no. It's, I, it's, it's totally, totally. But, but then, it's a Del Toro way of it, it's sweet. It's very sweet, but in a Del Toro sweet <laughs> way, right? It's he not. Put your me typical. in his chest. And now it's where my body disintegrated. What's Valentine's Day look like if you're married to? <laughs> That's what I, Del Toro. I, I'm sure it's very romantic in its own way. I got you this finger. I got yeah. you the beating heart, the still beating heart from uh, whatever, your favorite <laughs> mystical creature that I've had the Jim Henson Company craft for me. Yeah, he crafted a like two-scale mythical yeah. you know, unicorn heart. And now this puppeteer will sit here and puppeteer the beating as we eat dinner. As we see, and he squirt blood and out yeah. of the valves. <laughs> Would you like ketchup? <laughs> boop, 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 boop. So, but yeah, so it goes through the beats, though, of like Pinocchio is being a little jerk you know because he doesn't know right and so he's he's doing his own thing and uh i really liked the part where i thought it was hilarious when he first comes to life and geppetto first of all geppetto's like freaks out freaking out which yeah. makes total sense <laughs> I, I i appreciate it was it was it was more realistic yeah it wasn't like, like oh this is delightful oh, the fairy granted me a puppet <laughs> child like no it's crazy it's like i've been drinking way too much <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so he wakes up and i mean this stuff there's like a knife that's being flung around yeah. and it's it's very del toro and and, and funny in that dark humor 
but he locks him up and is like, I got to go to church, stay in there. <laughs> well, he gets out and, and this is where uh, Sebastian starts singing the song. Yeah. And then Pinocchio's like, nope, <laughs> hits him with the door or whatever and runs off to church. But then he goes into church and they're all like, possessed. <laughs> it's a demon. Yeah, I did like that part. It's, it's a it's demon. It's hilarious. <laughs> where, but that's what people would do, right? Yeah. Like, if you saw a walking, talking puppet yeah. right i'd be like hey i've seen four of these movies and this is before technology this is the 1930s so obviously it's well, there's not a, technology well, i know i was about to clarify so <laughs> it's very the technology of the day is very simplistic so like they wouldn't know anything about robots or animatronics and so at this time period what are people going to do in shirts especially <laughs> right. i can say satan sent this so that was very funny and somehow like this is the part that i thought was the least believable of the whole puppets coming to life and all that is that the the ron perlman character is like yeah just um you know send him to school and he's stuff. A, it's he, like he'll be yeah. would they not just destroy that demon creature right. he'll be like, a perfect soldier right but even <laughs> before him. that it's like how did they let geppetto because geppetto's like it's a puppet but it's like no you explain that how is that a puppet <laughs> yeah. and then they're all just like oh well just uh you know keep, keep his nose clean Send him to school. Like, so I thought, I'm like, okay, that's a little weird because in this time period and with that character, I'm like, that he would be firewood in two seconds. Oh, for sure. But, and he does become firewood at one well, point. He yeah. sets his own feet on fire. But he, you know, so he, he, you know, he's supposed to go to school and when he's going to school, then this is just like when the, the bat, I don't know what those guys are called in the Disney version, but the fox and the cat or whatever, oh, they yeah, fi- yeah, yeah. find him and they're like, oh, you need to come smoke cigars and hang out with the boys or whatever. And so basically, uh, Volpe, the bad guy, you know, he follows the monkey and then Volpe is like, oh, well, you know, I guess you can go to school, but we're going to have unlimited of all this fun ice cream and whatever yeah. you know and all this stuff and chocolate hot chocolate oh yeah and yeah. Pinocchio's like well I guess school can wait for me and so he gets roped into that it's the same kind of thing and he's got his existence of the it, it follows almost the exact same because the story of Pinocchio yeah. right so it's the and same. that story's not as old as I thought it was writ- originally written in 1883 oh, okay do you remember reading the first I edition do. I do I do it was we were <laughs> it was all a, a buzz it was, it was it was five bits <laughs> yes paid for that you got your shave and a haircut and then the two bits you took to the Three farthings, thank you very much. <laughs> a penny feather or something. Yeah, right, right. Those old timey. But yeah, I think it, it from here from there on out, with the exception of going to like war camp instead of <laughs> instead of the island of Pleasure Island, which I thought was a really cool. Like the scene when they're practicing for war and they're running around, and he makes kids with the Candlewick kid you know, the bad yeah. guy's son. Like, I just thought there were some really cool action type scenes. I mean, the movement in this for being stop motion. That is, is the, incredible that I will say. And I, I mentioned at the beginning, like it, not that it took me out of it, which it didn't, but it was, there you, were moments where I was like, I you just want to focus on the artistry. That's exactly. And not it. enjoy it as a, as a unit. Yeah. It's mesmerizing. Yeah, it is. It, it really... is absolutely astounding to see the detail on, like, even like I was looking at like Geppetto's beard. Oh yeah. my where gosh. It's like, just like little, it's the way they move every little well, hair and, and which I thought was and... interesting is that they had for the human characters yeah. is they had like they had a, a, a silicone like overlay mm. over like an animatronic face so they could with great detail like yeah. move like an eyebrow up or just give it different types of emotion. I believe they're called maquettes is what is these, that what it is in stop motion animation what they use is maquettes and so Pinocchio is fully 3D printed which is interesting because <laughs> there's so much detail. Those That's, are 3D he's, printed. I think they said he's the first full, full 3D full printed. 3D pr- I, and it's, it's kind of funny. Like there are scenes where they have uh, what we what you don't realize is there when they're when it's Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket. Who? 
Sebastian. Oh, okay. I Jay didn't know Cricket. you were referring to that for a second. <laughs> they have a Pinocchio head that is like the size of this table. You might have seen that online. That he posted a picture oh, on Instagram or Twitter a while back where he's got a huge... It's a massive Pinocchio that's head. That's what they have to do to get some of the stuff, depending on the backgrounds and what they're working with, sometimes they have to film things really big on a huge set to make it look like it's right. small. It's interesting how they have all the different And you skin. know, you know that Pinocchio head is in del toro's house oh yeah, yeah. with uh, sitting right next valentine's to valentine's day they, they <laughs> sit on top of it i think a, a lot of people celebrate valentine's day with head one would hope <laughs> depends yeah. on how long you've been married yeah that's true yeah or your birthday i guess yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but the pinocchio has interchangeable faces again watch the making it's, um, it's unbelievable it's but, unbelievable but like, they don't make him like cartoonishly his cheeks don't grow they don't make like animation sometimes accentuates features that aren't realistic but to get the point across right. with what the character is doing but with him it's just uh the face it's his, it's his eyes shape. and his mouth eyes like, and that's, mouth that's it and the different characters are like geppetto where they mold the different uh skin that's on top of the mechanics yeah. and everything it's it's, it's un it is it is incredible if this does this this has to win like I, it, I i don't know it's funny like we we talked about um uh, what was that the queen movie bohemian rhapsody thank you oh where it's just okay. where it's just the like crown no not that yeah, one the other I, one i think <laughs> the other queen it's on tv so it must be a movie <laughs> Depends. That's called a callback. Do they sing in it? <laughs> that has something to do with it. Yeah. Well, but where my point is, is like that the Bohemian Rhapsody got nominated for all kinds of stuff. Right. And he, the fact that he won and then you come back a year later and Taron Edgerton, who I feel like put in, I'm not going to bag on Rami Malek, but I do feel like Taron Edgerton put in more work and more time into his portrayal of Elton John yeah. and actually sung the songs and didn't win. But when you have something like this. That is going up against the powerhouse that is Disney and Pixar. But there's nothing. What what would be the Disney and Pixar Strange this year? Planet? Nope. Turning red. Turning red. <laughs> I mean I'm not I'm not saying that like but you asked like those. I love I mean Turning Red's good, but like they don't have anything I don't think that can compete with this. There there's nothing. From an animation standpoint, yes. From a story standpoint, there I think like, I just 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 doesn't So when it, when it gets I nominated. I will give it to them for the artistry behind it though. It would not surprise Even, me. You know, you don't yeah. think it would well it could not win best animated feature, but best visual effects, right? That's true. But I think yeah. I think you know, Beauty and the Beast won the first one, right? And that pushed the boundaries with the three D animation. I'm not saying they always give it to animation, but when you push the medium, mm-hmm. and this certainly, I mean, like has been doing it for a long time, and they deserve way. Do they more do Koba? Yep, Koba, uh, Coraline, Coraline, Monster House, not a Monster no, House, not a Monster House. Uh, the Missing Link, which was great with Hugh yeah. Jackman and Zach yeah. Galifianakis. Uh, I think there's another one in there that I'm not, but I mean they're incredible. They're the ones that are known for it, and this is on that level where like Phew. Leica is doing incredible work, and they're doing the work. Like I've never heard of Jim Henson for stop motion. Right. You know, like I mean that's not their thing. Their they're thing puppetry. Is, is, yeah. Pu- yeah, I mean I know it's a type of puppet, but, but it's but, different so that, type but, of puppet. But to that point. I think that is why they're here, right? Because yeah. Jim Henson has always been on the front lines of innovation, sort of. Sure, you know, no, not sort of, right? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. that's I didn't. Like, yeah, I wasn't. So the I so puppet shows were puppets that they they'd be in a box, right? And mm-hmm. I'm talking about puppet show you see in real life, and yeah, yeah. you know, yodelay, yodelay, yodelay. Yeah, and they and you know because they evolved out of Punch and Judy and things like that, right? And and uh, and Henson's real revelation on TV was that the TV was the box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? And so he's like, as long as you're outside of the frame, 
it mm-hmm. it opens up a whole new world because you can you can use the TV to hide things. Sure. Like they're underneath, just like in right. a puppet show, you'd be underneath or right. behind. Because bef- the- before that, puppet shows on TV, you'd see the box that they were in. Oh. They'd film a puppet show. Okay. Strings hanging okay. from the top. Yeah. yeah. and um, Like Mr. Rogers, right? Yeah. Even have- Was Mr. Rogers on top? Or that wasn't underneath? Oh. I know, but you could still <laughs> it's a whole different yeah. discussion. But um, he's too wholesome. Don't do that. But uh, like Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, like they were yeah, missionary you know. for that's all, obviously Mr. Rogers is only missionary. Right, right. That's, there's nothing reverse missionary. Get out of here. But uh, but Henson's big revelation was like like oh I don't need to create the box. The TV's the box, and sure, so sure. then I can do now I can do all sorts of crazy stuff, which is what made the Muppets so revolutionary. So and, yeah, no, he was definitely. But I just think, I think it, it, like now that oh yeah now Labyrinth that concept. Is 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 it like you're like? But of course, right? right? Oh, it's so obvious, but it wasn't obvious to people. Like you know, another thing that's like that uh, candy camera, right? Uh huh. For the first, well, start of on radio, punked. It was candid. (laughs) It was candid microphone originally. No way. Yeah, and and then they moved it to TV, and it and and it was just a flop. Like, and then it would move to another network, and it would flop. And then they finally, because people were like, this show's mean. They people oh. didn't like the show. They're like, "You're mean. This oh. is cruel." You know how they finally got people around the idea of the show being mean? No, is they added a thing at the end where they would take the guy that they were mean to, the mean to, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Ha ha ha!" Like, there's a camera over there. We were just being silly, and then the guy would laugh. Oh, right? It's we, okay. we, we would call that the reveal. They would do the reveal. But like for the first the for the first ten <laughs> years, there was no reveal. Oh, so and like, so the this show, poor guy, the show kind of <laughs> floundered. Like it did okay. And when they finally added the, the reveal and they pulled, they let the guy in on the joke. Okay, now people loved it. I got you. But like, you can't imagine doing a show like that because now there's so many knockoffs, right? Punked and, right. and all. Of the, I mean, now, yeah. now it's a trend on TikTok. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You you can't imagine doing that without the reveal. That's crazy. Right? It seems yeah. dumb that like you're like, but of course you would do that. I but, gotta tell but you, not of course. There are some punked ones. Justin Timberlake. The Justin Timberlake one he is, is pissed, <laughs> dude. There's a Steve. There's a Stone Cold Steve Austin one. Oh, was he? Oh, and they punked him. And to they did two. They did The Rock, Triple H. In Austin, who I feel like two of the three of those guys are two guys you don't want to make. <laughs> and the triple, the the Steve, the Steve Austin one, like it's funny because Wrestling Corner, real quick. Oh, we could have, we already knew. Yeah, he like that character, the Steve Austin character, is Steve Austin just turned up a little bit. Right, like there's nothing much. There's no difference between. So when this guy is like being a punk to Steve Austin. You can tell it got that that dial got turned up back up to eleven, and I was like, "Oh man, like this is terrifying." And the Triple H one is also he was trying to be very diplomatic, but he was fine. He was getting to a point where he's like, "Hey, knock whatever was going." He's like, "Stop doing what you're doing," and like he has this look on his face. I was like, "No, no, I'm gonna stop doing what I'm doing." Were you, were you punking him? No. Were you on there with Wilmer and Wilmer and? Ashton, whoever did, else did they Dax? leave? Dax, Dax. That's where Dax Shepard started. Right? Yeah, yeah, punked, yeah, 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 on punked. Uh, well, it wasn't. Was it punked? It wasn't something before. Was no, it was it, punked. Was it, okay, yeah, because I mean they were all coming off of that '70s show. Yeah. Like I think it was. I think that '70s show was okay. still going on. Uh, either way, but like the when it comes to when you talk about puppets, I I would consider these puppets. Like there's the, there's this weird yeah I mean it's there's a, a weird type cross. of like it's a, like, like it's an evolved puppet for I think. sure and and that's why I, yeah they're 
it's um, which could be why Henson was brought in, right? Like yeah. maybe Henson. We what was that awful puppet movie that we saw like two years ago? Oh, the Brian Henson one, the with Brian Wilson McCarthy, yeah, it was terrible, Happy Time Murders. Yeah, that had that should have been amazing. On should have paper been and outstanding, just... but it was atrocious. Yeah. But I do think that like they brought Henson in because maybe Henson was already working on whatever version of the Henson company that is was already working on something like this. Yeah. I mean, to, we know they're, step that up. we know it's an incredible company with a, with a history of innovation. So for sure. But so, yeah, so there's like the thing with the war, all the kids go off to war for, for Italy. And then, uh, Pinocchio doesn't want to hurt anyone. And him and Candlewick become friends. But then the dad is like, Nope, there can only be one winner. He's shoot like, him. Shoot the puppet. Right. And then a bomb <laughs> comes and blows him up. And then everyone's all, you know, yeah, I mean, but the, I mean, just at this post war, it is Pinocchio, right? Like Pinocchio gets, yeah, Geppetto gets sucked into the whale, or in this one, it's a dogfish. Yeah, Pinocchio goes after He's him. He's been they, in there, living there, fishing in the bile. Which and, I was like, I'm sure that fish tastes great. Yeah, he and no, Jiminy, yeah. but you know who else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian. But and, is it really J Cricket? I thought it was T for some reason. No, it's J. No, it's J. J. But I, I will say, like to me, the Stimson MVP. J-Cat. Yeah. Ewan McGregor, uh, man, that dude is, in my opinion, like the most versatile actor like in Hollywood. He's really good. He can do a lot. But that's what I'm like. He can sing. He can do the, like he gets how to do voice work. I was like, oh, right? yeah, Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah. Is that one you ever saw? I know you like Romeo and Juliet. I love Romeo and Juliet so but much. Moulin Rouge? Did you go to any other dates? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh, okay. No, uh, but but you think of him like train spotting. He, he hit the or, map, and, or you think I think of Fargo. Like if you haven't seen the yeah. not the the third season, third season of Fargo, which is amazing. But, you know, and he's uh, the Shining too. Oh, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep, Doctor Sleep. He's good now. Like he can do. But then he comes back and does Obi Wan. I mean, he does Obi Wan, and which, it's like hmm. this. I liked it. I I under. I totally. Okay. I totally get the. To he me, he wasn't the problem. But it's to just me, that, that series lives and dies on that last episode and that when you get the lap the the, the showdown between vader and obi-wan and you're like yeah should have made it a tv special <laughs> <laughs> it did take us a while to get there like, that oh, is boy. true that is true you know what the thing with that series i didn't hate it but i also was like oh my god this is dragging on for so little happening but i'm like you know what what a world that we got this we That's, got yeah, an Obi Wan yeah. show starring Eva McGregor from the 1999 Star Wars <laughs> the, movie. The like, most. <laughs> hey, when I was a kid, all we had in between Star Wars movies were Starlog and Bantha Trash. Right. And, and you got that sweet, sweet holiday special. Yes. Well, we have The Mandalorian, a Boba Fett show, an Obi Wan with Ewan McGregor show. Like, <laughs> I just am like, thank you that we have this. It's like, it's cool that it exists. You know. Uh, hey, that, like I said, that. It took a while to get there, but that final showdown was insane, yeah. and it was great. But that's my point, though, is like the dude can do the voice work, and he knows how to do voice work. Yeah, it doesn't sing. sound like an actor doing a voice, no, right? I thought he was good. Uh, he can sing. He can be dramatic. He can be mm-hmm. funny. He's deceptively funny. I think he, yeah. like, he's very versatile. I dry. Agree. Very dry, yeah. but then he can come back and do Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and do this action flick. So I th- to me, he's the MVP of this entire thing. Like he's, he's really good. And I think they even say in that doc, they're like, Del Toro, I think, said that he had recorded, I don't know, like half of his dialogue. And Del Toro was like, uh-oh, uh, he's the main character. Yeah. <laughs> and they rewrote it. They rewrote oh. stuff to put Sebastian 
into the movie more so that Ewan McGregor could do more work. You know what you can't do really easily is cut up animations, like add things to animation. Yeah. That's like when Katzenberg came in and the Black Cauldron was like halfway yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's just cut this 30 minutes. And they're like... <laughs> It took uh, us a what? year to make. You can't just like at what? Like yeah. with animation, that's tough. Like making the bad guy and then him being like, I like Voltaire or whatever. And Christoph Waltz is this guy now. Yeah. Here and there. And I guess if you're working on other stuff, fine. But you can't do a ton of it. No. You got to be careful with that. Yeah. But, uh, I think it worked out well. Whatever he decided to change up. I think he, I think he just balance. added more to it. Yeah. He didn't cut anything out. He, like, he thickened gave, it. Yes. He yeah. gave Sebastian more to do. But which is hard though because then they got to animate new scenes and right. whatever he was doing before if they had to cut. You know, so but I think it was a good balance. Well, there was like those four scenes where uh, Sebastian is just on Zoom. (laughs) That's right. He's like, "Don't do it, Pinocchio." The pandemic of nineteen thirty. Don't do it. The flu was lingering. Yeah, Yeah. it was still sticking around. So they get to the 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 dogfish. How does how does Pinocchio get there? Uh, they're on. It's he gets like rocketed out from the war. Okay, and then he ends up like you know he gets sucked up. We we see the boat. He sees his dad, and then this is the. Ex- I mean, it's Pinocchio. Right, right? right, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it is. The only thing that's different is he doesn't become a real boy. They the the sprite just is like, cool. You're back to being a wooden boy now for the rest of your for all millennia. Yeah. Well, good I, luck. This is really interesting. <laughs> but though, they were so- kind of like, but you understand life now, and like maybe yeah. you kind of are a real boy, but not really. But not really. I mean, but cool. in this- spirit. It, it's a cool twist. So yeah. they 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 get swallowed, or he gets swallowed by the dogfish. Sees Geppetto. They are able to escape because he lies, which I thought was cool. And they used isn't his nose growing. One, isn't that how the Disney one goes, does it? I don't exactly remember, but I mean it's a little different. Like I mean the way he grew his nose into a tree. And I will say this one it. is this nose is not as phallic as the Disney yeah. version, <laughs> <laughs> but it grows into like tree branches and they're climbing it out, and then they eventually are able to escape it. But from the war, there's all these bombs set up around yeah. the the water, and they are trying to escape the dogfish. It swallows one. You know they so they jaws it. This is the ending of Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the Jaws has the that's the true. thing in his mouth. And, yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, and Brody shoots, shoots the it, thing yeah. and blows him up. It's the same ending. So Pinocchio <laughs> goes up and smacks the mine or whatever the circle with the it's bombs. Mine, you right. know, with, yeah. 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 So he smacks it. They explode. But then Geppetto goes underwater. Pinocchio, quote unquote, dies and goes to the little purgatory area. And like Tom said, the hourglass is getting longer, and he can't get back soon enough to save Geppetto, who's drowning. Right. And the sprite says, "Well, you can go back, but if you do, that's the last time." you're gonna be mortal and he's and he's learned his lesson and this is the growth of the character and he's become a good person and he cares about geppetto and sees him as the father and 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 all that so he's like i don't care send me back and so he goes back saves geppetto but he drowns in the process right and then at this point the second the second sprite shows back up and jiminy god Dang it. <laughs> Sebastian was like, you know, he taught me this and he taught me that. And maybe, all right, so I taught him well, that first, but then he taught he's, me that. If he was to be the conscience, basically, as you know from the first one, if he's to teach him right from wrong, turn him into a good boy, he gets one wish, whatever he wants. And so he's like, I get that wish. And she's like, did you really teach him anything? He's like, I don't know, but he's good. And that's all that matters. <laughs> he got here. He did yeah. the best, and that's all you can, you can that's do. That's all you can do. And he says, I wish him to be alive. And she said, okie dokie. Yeah. And then everybody else around Pinocchio does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a different twist on it. He gave him back but it to is, immortality. As, and... as when Geppetto dies, I was like, oh. Like, when the graves it's... pop up, one <laughs> and two and then I was three. Like, this might be the second most Del Toro thing in this entire movie. The first one obviously being like the creature designs. Yeah. But the but the like 
sort of happy ending, but but they kick got it, to live kicking the ending at the same but, time. But he got to live with all uh, you know. The, Geppetto lived his life out into old yeah. age, which like Geppetto got older. I'm like that Geppetto is old. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's pretty old, but, old, but, old dude. But apparently he got older, which means then, he lasted about six months. Yeah, yeah. right. I don't yeah. know. I, but uh, the the monkey dies, and the, or Jiminy dies, and then you Who? see the monkey. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Sebastian J. Cricket dies. We'll have a Jiminy jar, like yes, a swear yeah, jar. Right, they do, right. right? It's hard not to because no, it's, see, that, that's what I mean is that the 1942 or whatever Pinocchio, 1940, 1940 maybe, it's so ingrained into mm-hmm. our culture. I mean, you're talking about we're now 80 years removed, yeah. 80 plus years, 80 Oh yeah, eighty. That is a long but, time. But I mean, like that that's, a, that's, that's the in... thing about those Disney characters, right? Is it's almost impossible to get any sort of different version because Disney did such a pretty fantastic job of integrating those characters right. into our. They are. But we've gotten lots of different versions. Like what? Uh, there was a TV musical version with Mickey Rooney. No, there's there a Rankin wasn't. Bass version. But how? From okay, okay, but no one okay. knows them. But, like, but, but but Disney has stood the test of time. But the but the tradi- like if I say Pinocchio, everyone right. thinks we think Disney, of yes. the Disney. But I'm just version. saying, people have remade this a lot. Yeah, and, and we I guess he, a he bunch, is a, but, he is a major character in Shrek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 what you're saying though, when you think of Little Mermaid, like that's a hundreds of year old Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale. It's not Disney's yeah. little. I mean, that's their version of it, but no one thinks that. It's it's Little Mermaid is Disney. Yeah, Everyone I think, I mean, goes to the Disney. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, all, Snow all White, of them, yeah. all of them. And they're all yeah. fairy tales from before. And so you're right. Disney has done such an amazing job that it's hard not to think of that. But now when they say Pinocchio, I'm telling you, this one's going to stick around in my mind. I'm not, I mean, I always know the Disney Pinocchio, but this where the other ones haven't even been a challenger. Like, this yeah. is a challenger to stand out as... It's definitely... Uh, yeah. And it's... We jokingly said that it's kind of the Jungle Book thing where... Who did that other one? Was it... Circus. Was it Andy yeah. Circus that did that? Yeah. And it was real bad mm-hmm. because the other one was so good. Yeah. Right? Was it Favreau? It was did, Favreau. Yeah, Favreau. Yeah. Favreau. And it was like... It was... That was the one where like, hey, man, you guys, if you're going to keep making them like this, you remake all them movies. You remake every yeah. single one of those animated movies, and we're in. But that we, Circus Jungle Book was not. It like, was that was so real and bad. It was so different. I know they were probably taking more from the book, but whatever but story is, they were telling was like. But oh. to me, this one is flipped, where yeah. Disney remade their Pinocchio, and it wasn't like that. They're doing. They're tra- that didn't even get talked about. Like that it was came here and, and gone so fast. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like I'm a huge Disney person. I know Tom's a Disney yeah. person. Did you watch it? Which Pinocchio? One? No, I didn't even. I didn't watch Tom Hanks. We're like both, Tom Hanks we're both as Geppetto. people, and yeah. we're just like, what? There's I, so just, much to watch. That's also true. Yeah, that's but it's weird true. that Disney would come out with a remake like Disney of a right. huge beloved character. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll watch it someday. But I don't think that went to theaters. No, it was no, it it straight to Disney Plus. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing is, it's just it's crazy that we're at the point in time where Disney's making so much stuff where you can bury the remake of a great animated <laughs> thing. But uh, but you're right, like this, they flipped it, and now Del Toro. I mean, certainly from what I've heard, I haven't seen the remake, like we said, but this version, from all accounts, yeah. is no, far I, superior. And here, this is what I will say: is it is absolutely worth your time to watch this just for the look the look yeah and the and just watching everything move and watching I think it's a sweet moving story though like i i i, I don't you. think it's not worth it for the story but i think the story is to me like second 
the yeah. second nature. Yeah. I don't need like looking at the way that they made this. I think the making yeah. of Doc it's like is an Ingvay Malmsteen record. I'll, He's a great we'll technical it. player, but there's not a lot of melody. <laughs> I heard the words that you were saying, yeah, but I don't know what any of them mean. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, don't forget our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Bambi's mother gets shot. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.